Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RC Report. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right to it. As always, I am joined by this week the prodigal son, Alan Sandridge. Huh? Sandage, what I say? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's I know. been too you, long. You, been too long. You you never get it right. I did your almost government name. I got to be in practice to do your government name. You know, there are a lot of headlines we could go with, but I feel like God is at work here. About five six hours for the podcast, we heard Tom Brady. I don't understand how this is a television deal, but whatever. Tom Brady, when he finally decides to hang him up, has a 10-year, $375 million analyst deal with Fox. To do what? I'm not sure because he's never called a game before. I mean, never. certainly based on his skill set as a human, I, I, I imagine he could do it well in the prep time. But I hope he's going to do more $37 million a year. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Are they, are they paying him for his like Super Bowl? I think that's just back pay that uh, <laughs> the Patriots actually owe Give him. ratings or something. I, I don't yeah. know what it is. Um, they say Romo and Aikman make around $18 million. Um, they're talking Maybe. about some of them say 20 to 25 million, but one of them says 375 million. So I don't know. New York Post said 375. That sounds high, but I see 20 to 25, which is one. That's too high. 200. But what, what I will say, I hope they're going to do more. Like if I was going to pay a guy that much money, he would do the commentary and he would do Peyton's places and Eli's places. He'd be doing a lot of stuff and the detail. They, they don't even have that at Fox, but he'd be doing a whole lot of stuff interviews you know he would be doing a lot of stuff for that much money and i don't understand also do the announcers make you watch the game in any sport Uh, not really i mean i complain about announcers and i still watch so yeah i mean i i believe a lot of announcers enhance the sport i think when uh, back in the day when Madden and Summer all were on the game, you knew it was a big name in the game. I have gotten used to it. Most people don't like it, but I like Buck and Aikman because I knew that was a big game on Fox and it's a lot of Cowboy games and it's got the same tone to the game and the familiarity. They used to say, you know, in my younger years or maybe before I was born, my dad and and uh, uncle would say Howard Cosell on big events was a big deal, but would Muhammad Ali still be Muhammad Ali? You're just enhancing it, you know? I, I just don't understand what he would bring to the brand. Like, what what would he change? Like, he doesn't have any experience other than on the field. If sorry, Romo could bring. Uh, could guess Romo has a personality. God, Brady could do. Romo has a personal. Brady's not very like he's. Well, he does. He just been hiding it, bro. I guess. I mean, look at his social media. He's monitoring that. Or paying somebody to do that. And the stuff he says is funny. When he cracks back on people, it's funny. Now, all of that is somebody else. Even when he talks trash at the golf event, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. He goes at people. I guess. 
I get it. I'm not hiring Tom Brady paying a $25 million. You're just a hater anyway. Why am I even? No, I'm not. I, I'm just trying hey. to figure out why would you pay somebody so much money for this? That's the name. That's why. But he's just going to lip sync his commentary. Like you wow. can't trust him to do There's it. There's not a bigger name you can get to be a commentator than Tom Brady. I mean, that's that's why, but I don't understand how that's... I mean, I guess that gives you a buzz, but I don't understand. I don't understand that concept, but, you know, and I love... Everybody knows I love Tom Brady and Tom we trust. I fear we might not win the Super Bowl, but um, I, I I don't understand why these guys get paid this much. Uh, where do you want to go? What do you want to talk about? I don't care, bro. You're the one that left me on read for two months. Oh, get out of here. Start the lies, bro. Lies. I would chase you down like you owe me money. Uh, Let's go with the MVP award. Uh, I will say it's very hard. A lot of bias goes into this. I want to know, even though Windhorst is one of the ones that did it, how many white dudes, when it's a white dude and a black dude, how many white dudes going to vote for the black guy? Now, the, the only one I listen to that I know of is Brian Windhorst. Oh, everybody else, I think Zach Lowe and a lot of the other guys, they voted for Jokic. Now, me, there was a time where I thought Embiid was was the guy could be scoring some points. But I watched Jokic sometime during the week, sometime after the All-Star break. I watched him all year. But I saw some of these passes he was making. I was like, God damn, it is Jokic. And he does lead. And before you go on your rant, he he, he leads in PER. He leads in win shares. He leads in offensive win shares. He leads in defensive win shares. He leads in win shares, shares per 48. He leads in, uh, what the hell is this? Exactly. Look at his box score plus minus, offensive block score plus minus. He leads in all the shit that nobody cares about except the birds. Everything. You know what he don't lead in? You know what geometry. he don't lead in? Playoff wins this year either. Okay, uh, it's, a <laughs> it's a regular season. It award. does look bad though when you're out of the play, when you're out. But it's a it's a regular season award, and um, and again, you know, the black delegation doesn't respect him. Hashtag not my MVP, but he do be balling. He do be balling. And and I was telling uh, Maurice offline um, that you know it's funny to see his growth as a player because six years ago when I first got into the group. Um, I used to be up on the late night threads complaining about this fat ass white dude that just literally could only run one sprint. If they ever had a fast break in Denver and they got down the court and, and he had to run, he had to come out immediately. And I was like, yo, this dude's out of shape. He ain't never going to be good because he, he, he's just not in shape. He would play amazing for three minutes and he got to sit him for five. And, um, you know, he is, he has definitely grown as a player. Um, so, you know, all, all trolling aside, I have no problem with it. Ultimately, um, I don't think you can have a, a true MVP on these top teams like the one and two seeds anyway. Just because most of those teams usually have multiple uh, All Star caliber players, and, and the, the Nuggets were hurt. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to see. I was trying to see how many uh, when they were talking about the Zach Lowe Low podcast maybe a month or so ago. Um, even though they were a six seed, they weren't that many games behind um, Denver. I mean, they weren't that many games behind the Sixers if you you were being comparative. So that's an argument in his favor. I'm not all advanced metrics. I think when you watch the two teams play, 
with with disrespect, utter disrespect to the Ringers uh, Facebook group, and who try to say Jokic is a better defender. That's just asinine because he can't protect the rim. Like Embiid does so much else on defense and his presence, but Jokic is not a horrible defender. But when you do the eye test, you say Embiid because he's dominant on both ends. But what Jokic can do, being more versatile offensively and being passable defense, it's tough. It's tough. Um, and we say carry a lot of times. We think offense and Jokic. I mean, and Embiid uh, averages like thirty points a game. But you can't go even wrong wrong either way. And honestly, I think with Boyd Giannis, maybe he deserves it. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're talking defense. I don't need advanced metrics for that. Jokic is not a better defender. It's just just not going to happen. That that sounds like a Ben Simmons type argument too. Like just, just cut that shit out. The eye test shows that the stats should show it too. Um, It does. Cause a lot of those defensive metrics are team defensive metrics and they mm -hmm. act like that. It's just, you can really individually measure somebody's team based on defensive rating or defensive box score crap or whatever, but you, you really can't. Um, you did find a young man who seemed to be new to the group because he was black and he went for Jokic. Is that how we, is that how we conduct business, sir? Uh, damn right. Yes, what do you mean? 24 seven, bro. 24 <laughs> seven. You, you get these, you get these, uh, Ryan's laser Nicks and, and everybody else an opportunity to, to see that, you know, Nichols support their cause. And then we end up with threads being hijacked by political arguments. That's how it always goes. So we need to keep it black and white. As long as we stay pro-black, we don't have uh, those threads hijacked by political arguments. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but I've done. I've run the numbers. You are ninety-five percent less likely to have your uh, post hijacked by political shit if you keep it straight black because they get nervous. They don't know what to say. <laughs> That's true. They like oh. they, they don't know what to say. If if I'm on there talking like Malcolm X, like you gonna support this dude because he's black? They, what are they gonna say? They ain't gonna say, well, you can't do that. That's racist. They don't. You don't never hear them say anything. They just kind of fade into the background, give you a little moat on your comment, and and, and not say anything. <laughs> that is, there are many ways to keep saltines in check. But speaking of not keeping saltines in checks. The Jokic brothers said NBA <laughs> for MVP for my brother Nikolai or Nicola. Uh, and then they tagged uh the, the Morris twin. Which one, which one he got they get in the fight with? It's both of them, man. If you oh, really, them, yeah, you really. Fight them both. cry, you never get MVP. That's a nice troll. That that's a very nice troll for the Jokic brothers. Not the ones I wanted to see. Maybe Chris Paul can ha- hire them to protect his family since uh <laughs> they aren't doing anything right now but leading into that what did you think of that whole very confusing situation with chris paul and his people man i don't understand all that happened um i told somebody i'm not knocking out a kid man like from the the picture i saw of the alleged person that was touching his mom seemed like a young man so i was like i would have handled it differently um but at the end of the day we're we're not i don't think it's our place to tell somebody what their limit is for tolerance you know so if his mom didn't want to be touched we can't go oh he barely touched you or he didn't even push you like it's not our place like she has her limits she don't want to be touched or something she felt uncomfortable 
then it's her right to address it. And um, I mean, now what happened after that as far as how they addressed it, again, I don't know. I'm a little confused on, on everything that took place. But at the end of the day, if the basis of said argument is that the kid barely or the person barely touched his mom, she shouldn't be getting touched, period, by somebody that she doesn't want to be touched by. And so that's basically what happened. Um, I don't know why the the families continue to sit amongst fans, man. Like, they got to stop doing that. They need their own place, own section or something. But we've seen in the past, since the pandemic ended, we've seen fans do some dumb shit towards players, which makes you think they're not going to start turning their dumb shit towards the families. Man, I just, from what I read, and this is what Kenny Smith, he, he got a re- report or a text or whatever from Chris Paul's mom. Of course, Kenny Smith in contact with Chris Paul's mom. But somebody was tapping, might have been inebriated, kept tapping her on the shoulder, asking for hugs and all that kind of stuff. Now, I I do think it's an overreaction, especially if it was that kid, which it appeared to be what he was. Like, we can't just call security. My mom... First of all, my mom got hands. Second, I'm older than Chris Paul. Second of all, like my mom got a voice. Like just call the call the security mom. I, he mad because he filed out and he's been sucking. If they had been winning, you think he'd go all over there like that? And then to make it into some kind of big deal. He knew it wasn't a big deal. He said, touching. Like come, people touch, man. Like somebody tap you on the shoulder, somebody say, hey, how you doing? Slap you on the but that happens. But as the big Lawrence Hurt said, he said, sometimes white people touch and, and they mean in a friendly way and they don't realize we don't play that shit. Now that might be, now you can keep touching me, but I don't know. I'm just I, saying, I, if my mama ain't in danger, I ain't going crazy. And I'm very protective of my mama, but that, that I feel like mama could have just got the security for a little boy. I mean, and again, at the end of the day, in real time, are you doing that kind of threat assessment? <laughs> you, see your, you see your mom upset. You like, yo, who the fuck doing what? Like, and I get that. You know, there's. Hey, when I saw I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, what's going? What's going but, up? What's but going your on? initial reaction gonna be an overreaction anyway, because it's still your mom. You know, what I'm when I see look, when I see Tyler out there, I, I'm gonna calm down. I, I I'm get it. Saying, I'm just saying, unless he hit my mama. But if I see Tyler. Not Tyler, <laughs> not not Chad. When I see little Chad that, that go to my class, I'm like, I'll be all right. Man. What's going? On? What's good? What's happening, Mama? What do you do? What what, what do you get? I got kids. Where they at? Where my kids at? What, what's going oh, on? Yeah, no, I mean for sure. Like I just want to handle that. My son, father, he gonna throw hands if he That's touches what I'm mom. So I, I just can't. Maybe in real time, I, I had I do have a short fuse, but I feel like once I saw Chad. I, I think I would have been all right, man. I think I, I really think I would have been all right. I think it had a lot to do. Well, maybe if I, I don't think I would have filed out like that, looking like Chris, looking like the puny guy. But anyway. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's, it's still, to me, it still rings true that like at the end of the day, like, like pretty much what, what Hurt said, you know, we, we are, culturally different everybody's hey, different we talk about it all the way. time Respect. yeah i don't, don't i don't i don't like i don't like being touched i don't like people in my don't touch me, no. yeah I, i'll tell you quick i don't care who you are man i i told the pastor that and the pastor my dad <laughs> don't touch <laughs> i'm me. not a big touchy too you can keep doing it but if you just tap me and being annoying i'm probably not gonna like lose my mind yeah. but if you touch me like sometimes men will put the hand on you like if i'm upset you put your hand on my shirt like get off 
get off me. What's wrong with you? But, you know, somebody just being obnoxious, that only in a way a kid can be obnoxious, is wild. Uh, did you see the wonderful video of the week that Hurt shared about when Saltine's uh, a woman dancing as only Saltine females can do, uh, celebrating Jokic's uh, MVP win? Yeah, it was fire. I, yeah, I cried last. I was surprised it hurt. That was a little too technological. Especially down for him. It's it's the knuck if you buck that did it for me. It wasn't even yeah, a dance. Was funny. <laughs> funny. I was at school, so I couldn't hear the volume until about three o'clock. I still was laughing just a day. Then I heard the volume. I was like, "Wow, that that was amazing." Saltines are definitely. I feel like. I I feel like they found a backdoor way to take over the NBA again through these Euros, man. Wow, bro, Euros ain't taking it. Wait, bro. They've been plotting this shit since Larry Bird. Yeah. They've been plotting this shit since Jerry West went out. And when now one of these, when one of these saltine Euros wins the championship, then we can start talking. You see, 10 years ago, you think you know, a white dude of any kind but went back to back MVPs? Yeah, I mean, we saw Nash do it. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what? You, I thought that was long. I know, I, I'm just saying, I know that's, a, years now. That's, that's, a, like, oh, that's six, an six, argument six. that's near and dear to you and your brother. I'm going to let y'all have that off mine. I'm just saying. Nash, and it's, not, it's not February. Nash deserved one of those MVPs. Kobe's like a seven seed. I don't know. I think Kobe deserved one. Nash. Deserved one. They they definitely. Second I, one, I think Nash averaged like 16 and 13. It wasn't impressive. But the uh, the first one, it's like 18 and 11, 18, 12. They it went for like wild. 25 games to 61 games, something like that. That was definitely deserved. It's not my fault Kobe wanted to go out there and rape people. Okay? Yeah. Not my yes. fault. Sorry. Never, or, or honestly, it was Shaq could have got. Now, was that when he had Shaq? I'm trying to remember. It was somebody else that could have got it. But anyway, the um that second one was a little shaky. But the net, no, no, his signs were good, so I'm not gonna blame you. Uh, Mike Egan makes the podcast for the first time. I thought this. I I appreciate first of all these guys see each other in entertainment and the sports group, so people get on each other's nerves or whatever. I appreciate the disdain that Mike has for how would I call these for saltines that don't have the same intellectual capacity that he does <laughs> and uh <laughs> he said it was about Steve Nash where about you know the black people are on the thread talking about MVP getting upset saying that Joker is, is uh MVPs are like Steve Nash they aren't because Joker is filthy like yeah, I could go through all the stats but I don't feel like it's it's really, really not comparable it, it, it's a ridiculous season it's like it's really an all-time great NBA season that people will really dig in really deep. He got the highest PER of all time, I believe it said. I read that somewhere. If not, top two or three. Like, come on, man. That You can't just rig those stats. Um, so he says, it's the Steve Nash honorary double MVP. Sorry about you. Oh, this response to you. Sorry about your team. Enjoy the rest of the enjoy watching the rest of the playoffs. Some reason, I guess Nick, not Nick. Kevin Nicholas thought he didn't understand it was a regular season award. So Kevin Nicholas says, or Nichols says, it's a regular season award. Mike Eager says, obviously, what point do you think you're making? <laughs> I love I love some good condescension when it's not at me. But <laughs> and then he came back. Kevin was like, MVP's got nothing to do with sitting at home in a playoff. I don't think you, I don't think you understood. I tried to officiate, but uh Mike's a smart guy. 
he can be irritating when it comes to the Mavs because, well, he loves the Mavs and the rest of his Mavs fans on this page are shitty. They are shitty. Are they not? Uh, I'm not sure if I want to take a stance on They're this fucking annoying. Say it. <laughs> no, because whenever I say somebody's fucking annoying, you're like, I like him, though. No, not these guys. I mean, not, I don't personally hate them, but I mean, they are fucking annoying. They first of all, when they first of all, nobody wants to take a bet. Act like I'm Vegas, gentlemen's bet. Whatever, I'm not giving you odds. I'm not fucking Vegas. Go to Vegas. Why? Why? Why even bet with any individual that they will give you odds? But anyway, you say your team could do this. You say your team could do that. Then you down two zero. Oh, you know they better. You know they better. Now it's two two. You talking shit again? What do you believe, bro? At least most a good fan can set, stick with my team and be delusional. I have no respect for you. You go wishy-washy. Just say, I like when the Cowboys, I'm like, well, I don't know if we're going to win, but I hope so. These dudes already conceding defeat. Then they come back, they're like, oh, oh, oh. And they don't understand how their team works well. Luca, they need to. All I've ever said about Luca, besides being fat, non-defense, playing ass, cut, lazy, <laughs> And that's mostly Corey. Is that he needs to move the ball? You should. I mean, that's that's thirty-five. Forty usage. No one can do that and have a successful team. Your teammates are not going to thrive because all you do is dribble, 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 dribble. dribble. It may be pass or they shoot. That's not basketball. Porzingis had the same. He had less usage than Bobin last year, and they're saying it's because he's playing bad. It's like no. It's because your your point guard or whatever he is won't pass the ball. Like it doesn't it t- it costs you nothing to pass the ball and move around. Like it literally costs you nothing. Um, so I'm like I don't know. I keep going between Luca Harden, Luca Westbrook, but um, I mean, they they've been they've been they played well. Huh? They play on it. He's got. They can play. Yeah. I mean, you you got teammates for a reason, man. Like, it's not like they super trash. It's not the best supporting cast, no. But they're not but, bad. But you're not going to beat the Suns by yourself. So, come on, man. Come on. Like, uh, Finney, Finney Smith and those guys, like, you know, you can't depend on them to, to have career nights every night. But was it Kleber? Um, yeah. The other Europe? He's last game. Yeah, he, he's doing really good when he gets the ball. Like, he's hitting the shots that he that – the few chances that he gets or when they pass on the ball and he's open, he's taking smart shots. Like, use him. Yeah, like, I, use I, your I, team, I, I, bro. And it was great that they put Luca in the post and used the mismatch and he could kick it out. That actually worked. They do something this fat ass. But – I, I, but still, even the way they play, they aren't getting the most out of Brunson and Dinwiddie because when Luca plays, he's so ball dominant. Why can't you just have 20 usage or 25% usage? Or why can't you play off the ball like you do an international play? Why, why you got to turn into hard? That's all I'm saying. You can't win like that. That's all I really have ever said. Corey is more on the fat Euro thing. I just have a little fun with it. But internationally, internationally, I don't think they give a damn about your superstar status. Like you no, have to play. That's that also true. Yeah, in the NBA, in the NBA, that's all they care about. And you're they, not gonna calls, and you're not gonna, you know, it's not. It's different international play. The Warriors would kill their offensive flow for Kevin Durant and not say a damn word about it, even though everybody's unhappy because it's Kevin Durant. If this was a, a, a European team, like if this they was not the, do that. the Spanish team, Kevin Durant's ass would have been coming off the bench. <laughs> like yeah, just off of principle. 
It's like I, mean, I remember. I swear, I remember Rudy Fernandez was really good. He was a solid player. He was probably their best player um, when they when they had gotten old and, and the Gasol brothers was, thing, was pretty yeah. much on their way out. And he was coming off the bench still because he didn't fit in their offensive system. And I mean, that's just how they play. It's just team first over there. So when Luca plays with his with his uh, Euro teammates, he's passing the ball. He did not look like NBA Luca. And I, and I thought that was telling to me. And I think it's because they just require that. You don't you don't really have that requirement in the NBA uh, in probably 95% of the systems out there. An unfortunate team, Nickel News. Earl Thomas, uh, like he threatened his wife and his, to poison his wife and his kids. And you don't know what's happening, but I did interview the author of the book, Concussion, um, that ended up being made into a movie by Will Smith. Well, I mean, he was in it. I guess he probably produced it too, but I haven't checked that. But with, with starring Will Smith and CTE, real. and it's just, I mean, I think to kill, to threaten to kill your kids or to kill your kids, I think you're probably mentally ill anyway. That's just so unnatural. Listen, um, but listen. every crazy, you know, believe it or not, every crazy nigga ain't got CTE, bro. That's just <laughs> what it is. We let's no no Nick we this, this is this is a podcast for the culture. Let's go ahead and say it right now. Every crazy person doesn't have an issue. They're just sometimes crazy. So what? They're just fucking crazy. Cam Chancellor had harder hits, did more damage to people, like Earl, and he? would be the prime candidate for CTE. And this man Earl Thomas gets to act a fool. Flicking off people and, and and threatening to kill his wife, and Richard Sherman gets drunk and acts a fool, and everybody's like CTE, CTE. There is nothing wrong with Richard Sherman, bro. My man is still as intellectual as he ever could be. He was inebriated and acting a fool. Earl Thomas is a nut. He's just crazy. It ain't got nothing to do with CTE. He's just a crazy light skinned dude, bro. That's what he is. And and my man Browner. Don't he got a body or, or attempted to get yeah, a body? Yeah, body, like, body. Just, like, yeah, yeah, yes, in yes. order to get to that point, you have to be some form of crazy. So that's not CTE. These is crazy, bro. That's like, what they and, and the funny thing is not funny. But this is the same woman that pulled a gun on him when she tracked down his Snapchat location. He was cheating. He's with crazy. It, yeah. It's a lot of craziness, a lot of lights, teen light skin L's in the air. Does she uh, have CTE? That's a good question. And honest though, some people when they're crazy, they go off in these texts. They need to put the phone down, me included. I ain't this bad though. But Thomas texted <laughs> the woman that he obtained two handguns earlier in the day. He said, waiting on hand and foot is why I'll kick your ass. I don't know why you said it to a woman. Um, next day, police say Thomas texted, I hope you in the car with him and the kids and y'all drive off the road. Then he said, I'm going to let my mama and cousins poison they, their ass. They put in parentheses. They corrected it. He's talking about their children ass. All right. So, um. So the kids cheated on them too? (laughs) The woman told police Thomas suffered several concussions playing football and may have CTE. Bro, Oh, they need to lock these Negroes up somewhere. They knock these niggas up somewhere. They they out there talking about they can poison their children. That Bro. seems like meditated. Like oh, he say I wanted to kill the kids. I, the I have a method of killing. That's that seems 
the few the few CTE cases that we know that have been made public and stuff, those people are usually like it's been like impulsive things. Hasn't been something so detailed and planned out. Like it's been like irrational type stuff. This this seems like you said premeditated. I would say he's cognitively. So they thought this. He thought this out. Poison the kids. So yeah. Like come on, man. What? Come on, man. Like. What kind of century? Give him, give him a brain scan. And let me see it, then, because I don't believe it. I just sound like a, a motherfucker crazy, man. It does. Uh, we both been real busy, so we're trying to hook back up and get back into routine. With you, got a minute fan podcast. Do you have anything else? Because it's gonna be a quick episode, y'all. But we'll get back to it. Remember, there's rate, subscribe, pod, and rate and subscribe the podcast and share it. You now, Facebook is taking the podcast off because Facebook tries something for a month and then doesn't do what they want to do and then they pull it but anyway you got any last stuff that you want to discuss or plug before we go me and joe are going to get together and do a um a draft breakdown slash grade and um other than that no just hope these baseball bets turn around but um i almost had a two to one uh money line bet on WNBA, and they're up by four so that's a good thing are you so you only willingly podcast with saltines now? No, I mean all my all my black co-hosts just typical CPT man. I'm here. I'm here. Bro, you ain't here. Your bedtime eight o'clock. Okay, you are you already on it. It's eight twenty-seven. My 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 saltines be on at like 10 30, 11 o'clock. Man, they be burning the midnight. It's kind of late. I did you, you see the relationship group? I had a text to that. A, 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 a somewhat younger woman. She's talking about nine o'clock, bro. I'm in the bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> I went, but I was like, man, I haven't had a bed. I had I haven't had a designated nine o'clock. I've I haven't had a designated bedtime ever. I don't think. But I'm not saying bedtime. Up. I'm saying I'm on the couch chilling at nine o'clock, like winding down, having a drink or something, not going out on a date. But it was worth it, folks. So I got my second win about seven o'clock. Oh, I took I a nap during the day. Yeah. I was good to go. Took a nap about five, six. I was ready. I had more energy. She did. Ah! All oh, right, folks. Bro. Yes, end on that shit. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that All right. For actually, Daisy, this is the commission asking you. You got to get it down.